This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Hello, I'm Hanif Baharuddin. You're tuned into the show that brings you closer to the people and places of our capital city. We've all twirled and spun our pens or pencils before, right? It's something that we do subconsciously sometimes as a way to kill time or to fidget around in class or in the office. But there are some that take it to the next level. How? By pulling off complicated tricks, spinning these pens with elegant and complicated dexterity. Just like any hobbies, there'll be a rabbit hole that people will eventually fall into and in this case, Marcus Ling fell into one and never looked back. He took pen spinning seriously and went on quite a journey. He is now the moderator of Malaysia Pen Spinning Community and he joins me in the studio to share his story. I'm Marcus, yeah, so born and raised in Malaysia. <laughs> so if you're going to talk about pen spinning, I've been spinning for about 11 years right now. Mm. Um, coming to 12 actually pretty close. How did you get into this actually? Yeah, I got into pen spinning because of a friend. So one day I was in class, uh, I was seeing him um, doing this motion with his pants pencil if I'm not mistaken with his fingers and so it got got me intrigued and I just dive into it and never look back since then yeah so mm. that's that was my start of my journey here yeah I think the, the thing about the activity of spinning pen is that yeah, we do mm. it as a way to you know you know once upon a time fidget spinner was a thing right so I think prior to fidget spinner becoming a thing I think people who spin pen I assume at least for the majority, do so as a way to perhaps, I guess, kill time, I suppose, right? So, um, I guess when you've discovered it, how, how did you know that this is more than just that? Actually, it took me a while before I found out that it was more than just that. Mm. So, I was just competing with my deskmate and then at one point, it was a very trendy thing. Mm. So, everyone was doing pen spinning and then later on, videos on Facebook started like, showing up mm. um, there's these people doing insane amount of tricks like mm. it's really good so it then prompted all of us to try something else try something else and we get better and better that's when um, I stumbled upon a community mm. um, it was called as Malaysia Pen Spinning Community All right. so for short it's called MYPSC mm. um, started by a group of teenagers as well back then I believe it started out in Penang. Mm. And since then, they've gained a lot of followers. The followers keep coming in. But I think to this day, what I can see is that only a few of us just remain. Some of them, they already, you know, move on with their life. Some of them, it's not to say that I'm still holding on to it, but I'm just doing it as a hobby. Mm, all right. So I guess when you were first attracted to it, it was mostly uh, as a way of, I guess, challenging each other, like challenging your friends. Uh, but what made you stay you know I, I'm sure the appeal goes beyond just the fun and games of I guess um, outdoing your friends right mm, you're right um, just to clarify a little bit on that mm. uh, I didn't technically stay mm. for the whole 11 years so mm. there was a few hiatus uh, there were a few breaks which I took off maybe like one two years three years And when I decided to come back, um, it was with a friend as well, actually. He was like saying that, hey, 
this is our hobby, this is our childhood hobby thing. So why don't we bring it back and then try to see if it's still viable in Malaysia? Is it still younger people still tend to go to this kind of hobby? Like some of you have skateboarding, some of you like Rubik's Cube. Uh, why not um, go with pen spinning? So we started up, we rebuilt the entire community. I think that time I was still um, in university at that time, we started rebuilding it. We gained quite a number of young followers. I think some of them stayed, some of them lost their interest, but that is part of it. But we only can do so much we can, right? Mm. And to keep ourselves motivated, uh, we decided to just go on competitions, try to mingle as much with people that are um, non-Malaysian, non-local. So mm. it's quite surprising because the whole world actually knows what pen spinning is. Mm. So you get people from Africa all the way to UK, to Russia, to you know China, Korea, and you you get to meet a lot of these people mm. and. It's interesting to, you know, sometimes make friends with them. Mm. How big is the community there? As, um, especially, I mean, judging by the trajectory of you initially discovering my MYPSC mm. to, I guess, leaving it for a bit and then coming back. Mm. Yeah, how big is the scene here compared to, I guess, the... At the beginning, mm. um, MYPSC used to be the mo- one of the more competitive communities out there. Uh, what I can say that um, it's internationally known actually for Malaysian. Actually, there was this Malaysian kid last time where I know um, progressed really, really fast. And then he managed to go into um, the international spot. Mm. So people, a lot of them know who is he. And he then went on to participating in like world tournaments, world championships, the Olympics. You say it, he's done it. So, in Malaysia, it's actually really, really big. Mm. <laughs> until until at a certain period where things kind of die off. So some of us that are still active, we tend to go to a different community. We jump to a different community. Mm. Let's say there was this thing called uh, UPSB, the Universal Pen Spinning Board, where it consists of all the countries in the world just come into one forum where we can just like discuss, we can just talk. It can be anything from non-pen spinning to your lifestyle. Yeah, it was a good time until like, until like, I think MYPSC just started to get um, built up. We started making a lot of videos, mm-hmm. um, especially for me um, as a pen spinner. I don't, I don't just spin, but I'm into the creative media of it. So mm-hmm. I like to, edit the videos I like to make this collab videos people start to know people start to hear about us and Malaysians start to come back again it's like oh you guys are uh, we call it still alive <laughs> yeah we yeah we are so they started joining us and yeah it's been like that since then mm. just to theorize a bit do you think that um, apart from the interest in the hobby itself do you think that it has also something to do with how especially these days we might not necessarily interact with pencils and pens a lot more, you know, especially now with everyone typing using, you know, digital devices. Um, do you think that, you know, the interest sort of died off in relation to, to that as well? Is, is there a relation between, I guess, our interaction with pens and pencils, I suppose, you know, considering that we don't write as much these days, right? Literally. Mm. Actually, I can't fully disagree as well because... Mm. Um, these days, pen spinning, if you go on YouTube, 
the moment you type pen spinning, there's thousands of videos you can view on, mm. be it tutorial, be it collab videos, but you can find it there. So I don't think like because we changed to a written media, mm. uh, sorry, uh, a digital media, mm. it will cause the slowdown in pen spinning. Mm. I think what causes the slowdown in pen spinning is the um, seniors like like for, for myself, especially when mm. we started getting jobs to do, we have responsibilities. Um, some of the seniors are even married some more, mm. right? So they tend to focus more on life already. Mm-hmm. So that is probably the, the slowing down point in the, mm. in the community. All right. Let's get deeper into the, the, mm. the technicalities of pen spinning. Um, so it's not just literally spinning the pen in a simple way, right? There are a lot of tricks involved. Um, so how do how do you discover all these tricks? You know, is it more um, down to self-discovery or are there any actually other templates out there in the in the scene that, that I guess um, showcase you the way to perhaps do a wave? You know, if I'm not mistaken, that's, that's, that's considered a trick, right? <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. The wave? Like, yeah, or like a thumb around, like a sonic. A thumb around, yeah. yeah so, so, so are these or like a charge perhaps, right? Mm. Yeah. Is there like a template of sorts that people refer to when it comes to trying to learn to do a trick or do people just try to be as dexterous as possible when it comes to spinning their pens? Mm, yeah, that's a great question actually. So when, let's say today a pen spinner started spinning, um, he's a beginner, he has no um, idea on how to start. So I think the very natural way they would do it is to go onto YouTube and then the basic pen spinning tricks. And then when you type in basics, they will say the four fundamentals. And the four fundamentals are the uh, the passes, the thumb around, the sonic and the charge, the four fundamentals. Then from there on, they perhaps, um, it really depends on the individual as well. If you are more towards the very, you want to go into more detail, you can view more tutorials. You can read up on it. But I'm sure um, a lot of us, let's say we are not that patient enough to go and read everything. So we look at our seniors, we are our idols, mm. the way they spin, we try to mimic them. And then to a point where maybe we don't know what trick is that anymore. It's just, we just, we can do it. That's That's all to it, right? So there is no specific guide to how you want to learn it. Um, there's only like how you view, how you want to go about it, mm. right? It depends on the individual. Mm. So progress can be pretty flexible in, in, in the independent spinning community. Correct. All right. So you get people that are super obsessed with their idols. They try to copy every single thing that the idols do. Mm. And within a short amount of time, you are just as good as your idol already. Maybe maybe less refined, but you you are just as good as most of the most of the spinners out there. Mm. And then there are some people that maybe I'm just doing it for fun. I don't want to learn too much. So yeah, they they they're stuck at that. Mm. And I assume there are also people who like to try to link up a few different tricks or as many tricks as possible. Right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, are there any specific skills or characteristics that you believe are essential for becoming a skilled pen spinner as opposed to a certain extent? Like, like must you be, you know, will it be an advantage if you have long fingers, say, or like, you know, perhaps you're just a bit more dexterous? Um, 
Okay, um, that's also a very good question. Mm. So in order for you to be a good pen spinner, I think this applies to life as well. You need to be patient because pen spinning, like everyone says, pen spinning, you cannot master them within one night. That's one thing to, to keep in mind. Then to all the beginners out there, if, whoever you are listening, um, if you're a beginner in pen spinning, you need to be patient. You need to take your time and learn. Of course, frustration will be there. I think every single one of us went through that frustration phase. And to tackle your second question, where is it long fingers will cause any um, you know different in skill sets? Um, that's where we come. That's where I say style. So every single pen spinners will have their own style. No, maybe maybe some of them will have the same, almost the same style, but. I don't think everyone shares the same style. You get what I mean? So some of the pen spinners we have that has like really, really long fingers, mm-hmm. um, they tend to spin more, maybe use technical more. Um, I'll go into that later, what's technical. So mm-hmm. they, they'll spin it, they make it very nice. They make it very refined. I know I have some pen spinning friends that have long fingers as well. Mm. <laughs> Is that considered an advantage or not necessarily? It's not necessarily. Mm. However, if you can pull off a very refined trick, you look really, really good on video. Mm. <laughs> That's probably the advantage of it. Mm. Let's talk about the pen itself. Mm. Uh, I assume that when you start, you start with normal pens, but mm. you also have a special kind of pen, right? That yeah. we're holding right now. Um, yeah. yeah, maybe you can describe the evolution. And obviously, I think it's maybe it's better to start off with normal pens or. Like can can you can a beginner straight away jump to this special type of pen? Um, can they they can actually start off with this modified pen, but I think um, this is gonna cause a bit of like a like a disagreement with the communities if they are listening. Some of them if they are listening to it, mm. but for my belief is that do not start out with a pen that is super heavy. Mm. So mods mods are dis, uh, are differentiated by the length and the weight as as well, mm. uh, as well as just now as I mentioned uh, the single cap and the double cap. Double mm. cap as the, the the equal the equilibrium of the pen, meaning it's the weights are equal, but single caps they are not equal at all. Mm. So, um, in terms of the mods, we would say not to spin too long or too heavy. So if they want to change later on, they want to transition to different mods, it will be quite difficult for them. Mm. So they can always start out with like a simple... I'm not sure if you heard of this brand called uh, Zigao. Mm-hmm. Zigao, it's, it's, you, you, you can actually get them from the $2 shop or something like that. It's, okay. a, it's, it's a pen spinning. So it's a writable pen as well. Right, so okay. those those pens are not... Not really recommended for spinning, but then for basic tricks, for you to practice, it's pretty good, actually. Mm. So those are light. Mm. Um, and these pens, these modded pens, they're not necessarily like writable, right? Yeah, no, modded pens are not writable. Uh, yeah, yeah, modded pens are not, not writable. Um, so, but will you advise beginners to start off with pens that are writable? Because especially if you look at the, I guess, the the... The size is also slightly bigger than normal pens, uh, right? So, so mm. does that give beginners an advantage? Perhaps if they start with a smaller pen or a, a better learning curve, I suppose. Better learning curve is when 
in my belief is that better learning curve is when you use something that is really difficult to control mm. and you master it. So you go, you jump onto something that is easier. You can make it more refined mm. in terms of the spinning. Mm. Um, however, there there is a there is a misconception here. Without anything to do with writable, it doesn't really make any difference actually. Mm. Uh, writable is just ba- based on the design. Mm. So whether you want it or not, I don't think people buy it for the purpose of writing, mm. but they are buying it for the purpose of, or oh, the looks is nice, or the design is nice, and the, the way it spins, it feels, is nice. So it's not the writable, actually. No one's going to say that, okay, I, I got an exam, so I need a pen spinning to write. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I see. All right. Okay. Um, for beginners, is it better for them to start heavy or start with a lighter pen? Mm. Technically heavy because I assume it's more stable, I suppose. Mm, not necessary actually so they can by all means they can try whichever pen they want for budget permits of course Mm, yeah and these pens are not cheap as well right Uh, yes they definitely do not um, they don't they do not call they don't come cheap so um, you can get affordable pen um, affordable mods out there at affordable price of course but um, as you progress to get better pens it gets more expensive due to the materials that they use or depending on the rarity of the materials. That was Marcus Ling, moderator of Malaysia Pen Spinning Community or MPSY, sharing the joy of pulling off amazing tricks on pens. We'll be back for more after this short break. Stay tuned. I'm Hanif Baharuddin and you're listening to I Love KL on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, you're listening to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. I'm Hanif Baharudin. Joining me in the studio today is Marcus Ling. He's the moderator of Malaysia Pen Spinning Community, a collective that's united by their love and passion for spinning pens. Believe me, it's more elaborate and trickier than it sounds. Marcus walks us through some challenges in the hobby. I think the only, the only down, I wouldn't say downside, but just think of it like you and your friends started out your pen spinning journey you're so eager to learn new things and you get your first trick and your mission your goal is to master it and then you use maybe a week to practice and you're still nowhere near as good then you see your friend where you consider him as your rival um suddenly gets so so much better he technically mastered it so you feel like Oh man, like oh, what is this feeling? Like you feel down, right? Yeah. So best thing to to do is just to keep spinning the same trick until you are able to do it properly, and you are able to execute it with uh, how say more refinedly refinement mm. with mm. the refinements of it. So yeah, it definitely at one point in time. Um, each of us, even myself, I have my own rivals. Mm. And as I see them getting better and better, um, maybe when I was younger, I would say that, um, ah, what am I doing? Like, why am I not improving? So mm. then I get so depressed and worked up over it. But at this age right now, I'm like um, looking at them. Wow, I'm so proud of them. Like, yeah, they, they continue it on. Mm. You mentioned um, refinement. Uh, I guess um, I guess pulling off the trick is one thing, but 
being able to pull it off well is another, right? Yes, so, correct. So can you elaborate a bit more on this? You know, how what does um, refinement mean in in in, in the mm. pen spinning community? Um, okay, refinement technically means that how well can you pull off the trick? Mm. So, um, um, how do I put it in words? Let's just say you are trying to do a sonic. And when you do a sonic, the very beginning step is to hinge the mod onto your thumb flap. So if you're able to refine it, you don't have to do such method. Mm. And if you refine it even more, your hands don't even look like they're moving. It's just your fingers moving. Mm. So, Can you demonstrate it for me? Yeah, 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 of course. So beginners, uh, let, let's use this, the strawberry one. Mm. Let's say beginners will, 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 will put their... Um, the tip onto their thumb flap. This is the thumb flap. Mm. So what they do is they will try to force the pen to come up. So when you get better, as you refine this trick even more, you don't even need to... You can just like this and it, mm. you, your fingers get stronger. Okay. Uh, you don't make much movements on your hands and it looks better. Mm. So the harder the trick, the if you're able to refine it even more, it looks much better. Mm. All right, mm. and I'm sure the key to I guess getting better at pen spinning is to actually spin the pens. Uh, but but apart from that, um, are there any exercises or any other drills that you do outside of pen spinning that will actually help improve your skills? Mm, to me, actually, no. Okay. <laughs> it's it's more of a commitment thing. So let's say um, you want to get better at pen spinning. Maybe you just put out... Like to those kids out there, when you are studying for exams or whatsoever, when you're still in high school, studying is important, okay? So <laughs> what you do is you don't focus all your time on pen spinning mm. and you just dedicate like maybe 30 minutes to spin every day 30 minutes. As long as you know, as long as you do it thirty minutes every day routinely, you get better at compared to someone that grinds twenty four seven and then suddenly they stop for a month or mm. two and then they come back again. Yeah, mm. consistency is key. Consistency is key. Uh, yes. Yep. All right. Okay. Are there any unwritten rules or etiquettes uh, within the pen spinning community that um, newcomers or people who are interested to join the community? Mm. Yeah. Are there any unwritten rules or etiquettes that newcomers should be aware of? Actually, there's no unwritten rules. To join the community, anyone can join. As long as you're happily participating, um, we welcome every single one of you. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that I think a lot of the moderators, uh, including myself, I'm one of the moderators for the Malaysian Pen Spinning Group. Um, what we definitely want to see is just respect between the, the spinners to like, Sometimes it's, it's, I mean, sometimes we just want to hype ourselves. We, mm. we trash talk, we, we banter. Um, that's okay, like friendly banter. But, you know, when you tend to go overboard, that's where we draw the line. We don't allow any of this kind of things to, mm. to go about in our community. Mm. So rivalry, banter, trash talking, I mean, it's part of the, it's part of the scene, I suppose. It's part of the community. Um, mm. But... As long as you don't go over the line. Yeah. yeah uh, but does it get overly competitive as well? Like, like, or is that, I guess, the main focus of the the scene, you know? Outdoing others. I would say, 
I would say at the current moment, no, it's not overly competitive. If you were to compare the MYPSC back in 2011, where the, that's almost the time where I started my, my, my journey, mm. that scene was almost way competitive compared to today. Mm. I remember I remember being slightly better at pen spinning and I started um, accepting challenges from some of the spinners, like the beginner, not maybe not beginners, the intermediate spinners, those that have been spinning for a few months, they will decide they want to challenge someone to see how far they progress. So yeah, once I started challenging one person and the flock just come just came out of nowhere everybody wanted a piece of that challenge then mm. they want to see I'm the, am I the better one am I the better one mm. everyone's asking what's the challenge like um, do you like perhaps challenge a rival quote unquote, to perhaps try and do a certain trick that's complex or is it more like like a competition of who can actually pull X, Y and Z off better you know what is it like yeah, actually mm. when you compete against one another oh, this is actually very subjective actually mm. so last time was um, last time okay let's say unofficially everyone wants unofficial competition usually everyone wants to view who can pull out the most complex trick mm. But when you go to the tournaments, there are set judges with a set criteria like your difficulties, your complexity, um, how technical you are, how refined is your spinning. All this comes in play. So when when you're competing on an official on on a like say officially on the how you call that uh, world level, mm. um, world tournament, world championship, that's what they will view on. But if you are just unofficially, I think people will, everyone has their own feedback, everyone will input. So there was no proper control over that. Everyone just wanted to see the the, the, the hardest, the, the meanest trick that you can put on. Mm. So last time how we did it was we just created a poll. Who's the winner? Is it Marcus? Is it this person? And then people will put their feedback. Oh, Marcus did a stronger trick, a more difficult trick. So he wins. Something mm. like that. Ah, I see. All right. Okay. And 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 but once you get into an uh, actual competition, the I guess the criteria, the benchmark in judging competitors mm. become a bit different, right? Yeah. Correct. Mm. All right. And um, walk me through this this competition. Um, mm. uh, MYPSC has participated in in a lot of competitions, right? Um, um, yeah, yeah, what, correct. What was that experience like? So it wasn't uh, okay. So let's clarify that it's mm. not a lot, but we we go gone through a steady steady pace. Mm. So um, we have this thing called World Tournament, where the World Tournament is personally I have not participated, but I think I believe I was the manager for the twenty twenty one World Tournament. Mm. And these tournaments are based on countries, challenging countries. So let's say like Malaysia go against like um, someone from France. So you get one person, each of them will pick up a team, if I'm not mistaken, if my memory serves me right, is that each of the spinners has a team, a specific team. Like you have the technical, you have the power, then you have the um, complexity, if I'm not mistaken, and also the aesthetic. So that's for World Tournament. And you have the World Championship, where it's mostly team against a team. Mm. So um, you are going in as a group of uh, teammates that 
you're going to make a compilation video of all of all of your spinning and you're going to go against a different country let's say like the japan japanese the the, the france yeah mm, all right fantastic mm. okay so um how how do you stay updated on the latest developments and trends in pen spinning uh, i understand that there is a discord community and it's mm-hmm. pretty active as well right so um has it always existed actively on Discord or are there any other resources out there that people can be a part of or refer to to get more information on pen spinning? Actually, prior a few years back, um, if my memory serves me right as well, um, there was this UPSB, the Universal Pen Spinning Board. It's mm. a forum to update, uh, keep um, the spinners all around the world updated on the current events. So as of a few years back, the, the forum got disbanded. I think something the forum shut down or what, the stop fund, someone stopped funding. I'm, I think so. Mm. So um, they move on to Discord. So I wouldn't say Discord is like the main source of updates. Mm. So I think everyone is, um, everyone break into their own community. Mm. So you have your their own communities. They they update each other. So we don't really have much um, updates on who what our counterparts are doing. Um, only when there's drama, of course. You know, everyone loves a piece of drama. Mm. So yeah. Um, but for beginners out there who would like to, I guess, be exposed to it, I know YouTube usually is a great source to to I guess start discovering and learning new things, and plus it's very visual as well. But are there any um, other resources that you recommend for beginners to not only I guess learn a lot more about it, but also perhaps accelerate their progress? Mm, the only way to accelerate your progress, I would say, is. Um, Come, come join the community. Mm. Um, make some friends. Make some friendly challenges. If you lose, that's better because you'll find ways to improve yourself. Um, there's always going to be like uh, the moderators where they're going to um, inform inform you of, let's say you post a video and then say, Is this, am I doing it correctly? So we will give our feedbacks. And then we try to incorporate like challenges between the the beginners as well. Um, previously, I organized the challenge so-called uh, BMT, Beginner Malaysian Tournament. Mm. Um, it is actually uh, a smaller scale of what we call an MT. MT is the Malaysian Tournament, which it has been uh, inactive for a very, very long time due to not enough spinners. Mm these days so uh, yeah BMT sparks a lot of challenges to this new beginners and what we saw the statistics is uh, most of these beginners they came in with lesser refined tricks and they ended the tournament with mind-blowing tricks that even us as seniors could not do Mm, okay yeah so that's pretty impressive yeah yeah, so so meaning they actually adapted and learned throughout yes, the period. Yes, correct. Oh, wow, okay, that's 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 cool correct. to hear. How do you see the future of pen spinning? I, I guess both in terms of um, the growth of the community and also the evolution of techniques. Um, okay, community-wise, um, I really can't say much about community-wise because... Mm. Um, 
sooner or later I'm I have to hand down my you know my um my responsibilities of being a moderator to someone that is more uh, suited like sooner or later all the seniors they are probably going to go on with your life they are going to get married going to have kids and to keep everything to keep everything uh, short and sweet is that we 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 don't see ourselves very long as moderators like maybe maybe up to a certain age mm. then we need to focus on our responsibilities already mm. so how do i say I, I can't really say anything about the the community as of now as mm. of now i can say that it's thriving with beginners um what is of the future of this community i really don't know how to reply to that mm. um as for the tricks that you mentioned, yeah. So if you are interested, if you can have a look at this world tournament all the way back in 2005, the the types of tricks that do is actually quite simple but very refined. But as you move on to world tournament 2021, you see a very big change in the tricks dude, in terms of the complexity, in terms of how you do it, the innovation of the tricks. Um, yeah, so the next coming five years later on, I think there's gonna we're gonna see even more and more interesting and unique tricks to be unfold. Mm, all right, okay. So for listeners out there who are interested and would like to, I guess, get their feet wet uh, in terms of um, being a part of this community and also to try out pen spinning, um, how can they get in touch with uh, MYPSC? Um, okay, that's a good question. So um, uh, you can find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group called Malaysian Pen Spinning Group, uh, Malaysian Pen Spinning Community. Um, through that group, you can message any one of us. Um, despite that we may not be very active on the Facebook group, but then if you manage to get one of us, we will definitely show you to our Discord group. And then other than that, we are actually on Instagram, not Malaysian Pen Spinning, but as our own self, actually. Mm. So if you're able to find some of us on YouTube and then you know that we are from Malaysian Pen Spinning, you can reach out to us on the Instagram page. Mm. All right. And um, you can, they can start with whatever pen that they can find, uh, but eventually they can graduate to using the big pen. Correct. Uh, but the idea is to at least start with something simple, right? So, yeah, it's, it's always... You know, we, we always go back to the basics. You need to walk before you can run. Mm, all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this pen itself is not really available in Malaysia as well, right? All these special um, modern no, pens. No, yeah. no. All right. Um, to, to end this interview, can you share a fun or unexpected aspect of pen spinning that I guess people might not be aware of? You know, if there's one thing that people might not expect out there in terms of the, I guess, joy or the fun that they can get from pen spinning? either with the activity itself or with the community, what's that aspect? Oh, uh, trust me, it's only, when you join the group, it's only 10% spinning. It's 90% of the time where you're just um, talking something else. You want to talk about gaming. You want to talk about, you know, your your hobby, other hobbies you have. Not just all about pen spinning. Of course, um, we do try to make um, meetups monthly meetups but it also really depends on the student on the, the, the beginners itself because majority of them are actually like either 12 all the way until 15 16 years old so 
it's kind of hard because imagine like as a parent you hear that or oh, some 20 year olds are trying to make a meet up and then you expect them to to come so it's kind of difficult so right now we open up our meetups we just say if you want to come you come um we will still just be there other than that yeah we are, we are all not just about pan spinning we we talk about games we talk about daily life you know you got any crush you know you got someone you like you want you don't don't have anyone to talk to yeah come to us yeah all right awesome and then, thank you so much marcus yeah no problem You've been tuning in to I Love KL and that was our conversation with Marcus Ling. He's the moderator of Malaysia Pen Spinning Community and we've been learning about the hobby and its appeal. That's all we have for this episode of I Love KL. If you miss any part of the show, you can check out the podcast at pfm.my slash ilovekl. Our app, which you can find via Google Play and the App Store. I Love KL can also be found on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to also follow the station on X at BFM Radio. My name is Anif Baharudin and you have been tuning in to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. Join us again next week, only on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.